other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. It's Friday. We made it. That's right. It's been a rough week at times, but uh, here we are. The weekend is here. It's Friday, and we will begin the weekend with Ask Frank Anything, and if you have a question on any subject, any question that you're genuinely curious about, now is the time to call in and ask. 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. We will give a prize for whomever comes up with the best question, the most creative question. And I want to remind folks that uh, we are trying to get as many people as possible to nominate my colleague, Curtis Lewa, to the National Radio Hall of Fame. I have posted the form to nominate someone at the National Radio Hall of Fame on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Fan. I've submitted a nomination, and I know a number of other folks have also done so. So if you haven't already done so, I can't think of a more worthy recipient than Curtis Sliwa. So please go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Fan. Fill out a brief nomination. Also, I had to mention this. I was listening to my friend Arthur Idala on uh, AM 970 in New York this week interview the governor, former governor of the state of New York, thankfully, Andrew Cuomo. And I'm not a fan of Andrew Cuomo politically. I have nothing against him personally. I am just content that he He's not in any public office. As far as I'm concerned, he was a terrible governor, and I'm glad he's not there anymore. But he said something this week that really confounded me. Listen to this interview he did with Arthur. Look, you just assume they're both lawyers. You're representing... Which, are they now not both lawyers? I know Adams is not. Is no. he over to Hochul alone? No. Okay. Now, the thing about that is Kathy Hochul is an attorney. Not only does she have a law degree, she used to work for a law firm. She's a lawyer. How does he not know that the person that he picked as his lieutenant governor was an attorney? My goodness. For those of you that think Andrew Cuomo is a total narcissist who's only into himself, you're right. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno. Well, this is a sad story, and I'm not really sure what I have to add to it, but I just want to make sure people take note of it and are aware of it. Eunice Dwumfor was a 30-year-old woman, beautiful woman, very accomplished in the business world and in politics. She was a councilwoman in Sayreville, and she was shot and killed Wednesday night, and the shooting occurred outside of her home. She was hit multiple times, and she was a pastor, and law enforcement officials are looking at Dwumfor's role as a pastor at Champion Royal Assemblies, a Nigerian-based church. So what occurred here was at about 722 a 911 call reported shots fired in the area where she lived, and then they found Dwumfor in her vehicle, and she was pronounced dead at the scene. Governor Murphy said that uh, he was stunned by Dwumfor's murder in an act of gun violence. The homicide investigation is active and ongoing. There have been no arrests made, at least as far as I'm aware. We don't know if this person was targeted because of her background politically. We don't know if she was targeted because of her religious work or if this was somebody that might have had a personal grievance with her. But this is just so sad. I mean, uh, I'm now at an age where being 30 years old is still very, very young, especially to be gunned down. This was a business analyst, a part-time EMT, and someone who was elected to the council in Sayreville just two years ago as part of a Republican.
Republican win of two seats. I didn't know her, never met her, didn't know much about her, but she had a great reputation and she was sort of considered, the fact that she was a black woman, I think made her kind of a rising star in New Jersey Republican politics, particularly in Sayreville. But whether she was a rising star or not, no one uh, should ever lose their life in a senseless act of gun violence like this. And it's just so sad. I don't know what to say about it other than uh, it's just heartbreaking as far as I'm concerned. Thoughts and prayers to her family, her friends, her constituents, and everyone that knew her. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Earlier in the week, I told you about the story of Kareem Mayo, a gentleman who was still being incarcerated at Rikers Island, even though his murder conviction from over two decades ago was thrown out. And as they were deciding whether or not to retry him or not, they were worried about fitting him with an ankle bracelet or something, and he was still being incarcerated at Rikers. And I thought that was outrageous, the fact that he was still being housed at Rikers, even though he was no more guilty of murder than I am. Well, some good news. And I wanted to mention this since uh, since I highlighted his case the other day. After 23 years behind bars, 48-year-old Kareem Mayo was released from Rikers Island late Monday night. His his discharge came days after we talked about it on the radio and the city reported that he was expected to be locked up for up to a month. And uh, Mayo, who's now living in Bushwick, essentially under house arrest with his daughter, is required to wear the monitoring device as the Brooklyn DA weighs his options in terms of whether to appeal the the judge's decision to drop the charges or completely retry the case. Just hours after the story was published in the city, State Senator Kevin Parker reached out to City Hall to encourage them to release Mayo sooner, and that is the word from his attorney, Ron Kuby. Big thanks to Ron Kuby, to Kevin Parker to Kareem Mayo, and to everybody. I hope we can get this case adjudicated quickly. And if they're going to retry him, let's give him a trial right away. Heaven knows he's waited over two decades to get on with his life. It's about time that uh, if he's got no murder convictions, he's able to go out and live his life as a free man and enjoy his daughter and his family. He's got nine grandchildren, and these are nine grandchildren who have not known him as a free man. And he's certainly got a lot of time to make up for. I hope, uh, I'm glad that he's free, and I hope they make a decision about his retrial sooner rather than later. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. It's no secret that the mayor of the city of New York, Eric Adams, who I actually ran into last night, we had a good conversation, and uh, I told him whenever he's up late and uh, is tired of hearing me talk about him, he's welcome to call in anytime that he wants. And uh, he said, hey, you got to do what you got to do, man. The only bad publicity is an obituary, which I thought was a great line. But it's no secret he's kind of a health fanatic, and uh, he's already taking to introducing plant-based options in New York City public schools, which I think is a, a Positive step. And I have to say, what Congresswoman Elise Stefanik is doing is, I think, a little bit juvenile. It's going a little too far. And to me, it just reeks of being a giveaway to the special interest community, namely dairy farmers. Upstate New York Republican Congresswoman Elise Stefanik is proposing a federal law that would require all schools in the whole country to offer chocolate or other flavored milk in addition to regular milk. Understand, she actually is proposing a federal law 
that every school in the entire country can't just offer regular milk. It's got to offer flavored milk as well. This is crazy. Elise Stefanik says, let our New York students drink chocolate milk. I think if you want to have a chocolate milk debate, that's fine. That's up to the individual school districts. But to pass a federal law telling every school district in America you must offer flavored milk, this is insanity. This is not the role of the federal government. Is this that much of a priority? I guess it is when you're getting a lot of money from the dairy industry. Come on, Congresswoman Stefanik. Don't be silly. Don't be a child. Let school districts decide for themselves whether they want to offer chocolate milk. Beam me up. To be continued. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.